Jojo, it is episode 278 of G.I. Joburg. My name is Steve, and I am joined by Paul. The wow, 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 wow. And I'm back in Joburg, ladies and gentlemen. The loving scoopful of Rob is in attendance. Hello, Rob. Ah, hey, guys. I'm so sad Paul isn't here anymore. It was such so a good I. experience meeting Cecilia. <laughs> and today, so happy special to treat. <laughs> We are a foursome once more because Cujo rides again. Hello, Cujo. Tis true. Hello, gentlemen. It is a pleasure to be uh, joining you around this here winter solstice. Cujo, what are we talking about in episode 278? Well, thank you for asking, Stephen. Um, <laughs> it's year's <laughs> end, guys. It's year's end. Um, a lot of chapters are closing. Uh, some of them are called IDW. Some of uh, chapters are just beginning, uh, and that would be our chat about the art of Joe Bember, as well as some subplots and maybe some travel plans, but we'll see. Wow, international man of mystery, Cooch. He's back. He's rattling some cages. But mixed in there was a little bit of IDW smack talk. Have you read issue 100? uh, 100. 100 times (laughs) three. Have you read issue 100? 300. Episode, episode 300 of G.I. Joe, Real American Hero by IDW Publishing. Cujo, please, put me out Have of my misery. Not. Have not. Okay. But <laughs> it's going to be a chat about uh, your favorite IDWs in the sense that can be general. And drop it in the chats, too, because sure, 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 we could always complain, but it's not that time of year. Um, I am delighted IDW. to say that I joined forces with three excellent podcasts the gi joe intelligentsia as it were hosted by gi gary v over at the uh, chaplain assistance motorpod uh we were joined by jason from order of battle and greg from anything joe's and we we got into it issue 300 and also the classified series but you know who's counting like it was it was a good balanced chat about paper and plastic and all things joe and it felt great, man. Oh, man. Like four podcast hosts all being very polite and waiting for each other to finish speaking. <laughs> wow. And like this that's, affair where I'm climbing all over. That's impressive. Guys. Like, how did they, what? People being polite on a podcast? Never. Just <laughs> lies. Well, because we were all like in deference to the fact that it wasn't our show for a change. Well, without no. spoiling it, um, mm. Uh, what was your, what were your impressions of 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 the final issue of Jaja ever? Well, sure. I I feel sorry for IDW if they were expecting it to be the the end of GI Joe. Their thunder was robbed of them early on. Like although everyone's been very polite about the fact that it's the final issue of IDW and not the final issue of GI Joe era, like the cat's out of the bag. Larry mentioned it at a comic con, and ever since then. It, this hasn't been treated or shouldn't at least be treated like the final issue of G.I. Joe because mm. we know it's not. Like, if we expected things to conclude neatly, well, sorry, <laughs> it ain't that. This is this is just a stepping stone to the onward saga. I mean, Larry was talking back in September about how he's already started writing issue 301. So oh, okay. It's well, kind of robbed it. It's robbed it of that that finality, that conclusiveness. It's not like an issue 155 where Larry had to suddenly, oh, okay, Hasbro's pulling the plug. The GI Joe toy line is ending, and so the, is the comic book. Well, let me pull out a 
you know, a story from complete left field. No, this is really just another brick in the wall. It's like the end of a chapter, but the the beginning of a brand new chapter. Well, I'm very curious to see what's what's coming up next. Um, So I'm excited to see what's where it's going. The soft reboot. (laughs) 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 Anyway, enough about that. So thank you to Gary for having me on his pod. Uh, I'd I'd be delighted to come back anytime if you'll have me. Um, Berg, he says, and he's in attendance now. Damn it. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. And uh, while we are in the chats, we're joined by the Berg Force. It's Bob Squad. It's Gaz. It's Darren. It's MC DJ ACDC. Wow. Outstanding. Boop, 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 if anyone else drops in later, please let me know. But yes, a week has Callum's gone by and uh, a month has gone by. Jovember has wrapped up and we're going to talk about art, mm. which will make great radio. But Cooge, do you have some picks? from the Jovember event that you'd like to get into because that's exactly what it is. Twitter, every G.I. Joe artist worth their salt is what producing artworks on a daily basis in Jovember. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not in front of me, but I believe it was a fan made hashtag um, DJ Kaufman. I don't know. That's a reach, but uh, ever since then, <laughs> Jovember right. has been a, a nice hashtag for indies to turn up about a brand that they may or may not be actively passionate about. But every once in a while or every year, somebody goes like not 30 for 30, but definitely quite a bit. So yeah, there was one cat that jumped out at us. We could probably drop some picks if we won't. Mm, first up is a Cadet Deming, I think, mm-hmm. which is the Cobra Crimson Guardsman recruit who's not yet earned her crimson. She's in blue. She's blonde-haired. She's a, obviously a female. And she was responsible for, I think, torturing shipwreck, if I'm not mistaken. Well, with those long fingers, that's entirely possible. Uh, starting <laughs> at the end, I think that one thing about this uh, guy's art style, and I'm going to go spilledinc.art on Twitter. Um, a 40-year-old gent, so he's probably from our era. But uh, I'm going to defer to Paul for a second. Um, as far as styles go, I was thinking you might see this in like a cracked magazine or something. Uh, as we go along, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts about the style, etc. Um, I feel like, okay, so it's a very like, I feel it's like a very kind of doodle style for me, which I, I suppose you're right. It does feel like it would fit comfortably in an issue of Cracked. Uh, and this is by no means an insult or anything. Cracked is actually very highly regarded in some respects uh, for its art. And um, yeah, I think it's got that vibe to it. I actually really like the face. I, guess I felt like uh, this dude like, pulled off the face quite well. The fact that like Steven kind of recognized it or recognized the character immediately. I also recognize <laughs> yeah. the character. I, just I get it right from time was. to time. <laughs> yeah, which m- it means that like the likeness, that they nailed it. So nice one. Next but, uh, up, yeah. work. Fun, All right. Like, Next up, I think. Did you want to do the fridge or Piper? Um, either or. All right. Let's head to the fridge. William Refrigerator Perry. I love this. Nailed the, I suppose the the, the whimsical um facial features of this this particular athlete. Yeah. 
Mm. The tooth. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think this I, is great. I, I always Sorry. appreciate when people go deep cut, and of course the fridge is tis the season. Um, you could you could jump to Piper if you want. Hmm. Roddy Roddy Piper, rest in peace. Oh, on the topic, guys, if you haven't yet, there is a new episode of the Slaughter Wrestling Championships from Sergeant uh-huh. Slaughter Slaughterhouse. Amazing, amazing cameos. A voice cast list that is vast and has now started becoming celebrity. Uh, if you know what I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> Bergforce member Gaz gives a, a Snake Eyes voice rendition, I believe. <laughs> At least credited as such. Um, Ryan Sweeney playing the Mountie. Ken Poe as another Canadian, the Hitman, um, amongst others. Uh, as I say, celebrities uh, are in the mix now. So yeah, Zazel is doing amazing work and demands to be seen. So if you are hankering for some new play motion, it's coming at you. The link is in the description below. Kujo, nice Rowdy Pep. Rowdy, yeah. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Piper Pooper. <laughs> there's, we could go on and on, as you know. And of course, we got you, Zantara. Yeah, we get we remember correct. Um, no, I, I think uh, I could open a... A, a quick fire here, but let's let's keep in mind uh, celebrity figures and let's keep moving, Stephen. I'll yeah, bring man. that up again okay. later. Well, next up, same artist, I think. It's Destro. It is. Oh, is it? Hmm. Interesting. I... His his metal mask is kind of almost alien in its structure. It's got folds in places that no other artist has, has put folds. Mm. He's got quite a mantle to his brow. Paul, your thoughts? Yay. Okay. So, um, it's once again, it's like a kind of loose, it's a very loose style, and it's very, you know, it's very much a sketch. I, at least that's what it feels like for me. But I do love the design. I do like the the approach to the head. Um, that sort of alien that uh, Stephen was speaking about earlier, I think makes a lot of sense for Destro's helmet. Uh, I love this as a concept sketch. And it kind of, not kind of, it very much is getting me, like, I want to, I hate the word inspired, but I do feel inspired, actually, <laughs> as mm-hmm. much as I hate to say it. Like, I do want to kind of play around with that mask design, that mask concept. I think it's really good. It's 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 kind of refreshing to see. You know, I'm so used to, you know, like the usual sort of plate steel design that a lot of guys do, or they do those very anime style or very sci-fi style like um, lines and things in. But this is this is something different, and I think it would have been interesting to have seen the figure uh, a Destro head sculpt uh, adopt something like that. So yeah, cool one. Um, the artist is PJ, but what's the artist's name again? It's a uh, spilled inc dot art. Spilled IMC. Um, okay. Cool. It, it seems it seems fitting, and I, I concur, Gary. That uh, there's yeah. something about like you have to know how to do anatomy to mess it up and make it look good. So I mean, like with his eyes being slightly cockeyed, and we can jump to the next art. Um, I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a unique um take on. It just unsettles you enough to grab you. Hmm. Bug eyes, man. Bug eyes with green, like glowing pupils. Interesting. I like the background. Whatever mm. that is, there's swipes of black, red, and yellow. It's cool, man. Mm. 
it's not quite the um, the explosion background, but it's 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 different. I wouldn't have minded seeing that uh, as a, a more stylized approach to the, the packaging art. But next up, we've got Dragonski, mm-hmm. the October Ooh. God flamethrower. Uh, awesome figure. Oh, not figure. Awesome figure design. If they'd actually made one in plastic, but um, he's looking badass. Purple and the pink, violent colors. The red star on his helmet. His flamethrower looks quite unique. Um, very, I suppose, life-healthy. <laughs> very like nondescript tech. A lot of cylinders and and apertures and things. You know, we moved on before Rob really got his input on the art, but of course. Well, I'm you told me to, Cujo. No, no, I know. <laughs> well, so far, I've, well, no, so far I've, I've really been enjoying it. Um, I think is it the style of um, split split ink is very it's very visceral. I think it's more about mm. the emotion of the piece than it is about the the realism of of the characters. So it's more about like mm. who these people are than rather kind of like trying to be accurate to reality. Um, I and I, I really enjoy that. Oh no, the fridge is yeah. fantastic, but I think he's just such a larger than life figure that you can kind of you feel him more through his emotions than you do through his his actual mm. appearance necessarily. See you next and, year. Let's talk to yeah, him. I've, I've, yeah, let's I talk think to him. it's been really great so far. And yeah, yeah this this guy's take is is fantastic too. I love this Dragonski. It's awesome. And also, like you said, life out with the gun. I'm going to echo that sentiment. It, the only exception being that the perspective on the gun is correct. At least, <laughs> should I say, it looks like a solid object. It doesn't look like it's being twisted. So, yay. It's but actually it's in like, the character's in the hands. hands. Yeah. Rather than no, but, uh, him drawing the hands and then drawing the gun on top of the hands. This is a life out uh, practice. Yeah, this gun feels like it has weight. It's a yeah. real thing. And also, this to, is a pro. Just an afterthought. I'm not saying the previous guy is not a pro, but there's a sort of finish to this that's professional. Like I can, I can, I get the feeling this artist. I mean, I know who it is um, because I follow him on Insta as well. But uh, I know, like, just looking at the artwork, I know that this is a pro that has done con sketches and has done a lot of them and has done a lot of like quick sketches for people and things like that. Because there's a very, um, there's a lot of intention. In this artwork, moving right along. Of course. Well, I enjoyed that that people, yeah, yeah, professional yeah. people, and oh, I was actually just about to uh, say this is the the artist that I enjoyed the most from the month. Mm-hmm. Um, Tay Whiskey or um, Taylor underscore Witch W I C H. Did pixel artwork. Mm. It's pixel artwork amazing. of. Airtight, Alpine, Barbecue, Bazooka, Dusty, Flint, Footloose, Lady J, Quick Kick, Shipwreck, Snake Eyes, A Cobra Sigil, <laughs> Buzzer, Ripper, Torch, Crimson God, Eel, Snow Serpent, Tele Viper, and Tomax and Zamot. If you are a fan of any of those characters, or all of those characters, like please check this guy out. They are amazing. They're kind of more detailed than any of the, the Ness platformer sprites. Um, this kind of I think I mentioned well, offline to you guys, like com- Commander Keen, but like I don't know. This is this is, looks like it's made like a retro game of the now, basically. Whoa. Yeah. Well, it's a 32-bit sprite. Wish as existed. To a 16-bit sprite. God, yeah. I wish this game existed, man. Both of the these high. artists are exactly mm. why Joe Vember exists, so you can get mm. uh, visibility. 
I agree. And you may see a couple of these pixel characters in V2, if you know what I mean. But, uh, oh, yeah. dude, oh, hey, solicit them, get them on board. I, I love this stuff. I love, love, love this stuff. It's super, super cool. It's if why catch... our avatars are what they are. Mm. If you catch, uh, the pod, like the pod with your, your dude or whatever, get him some digital art for Christmas. People don't need anything else. We got too much junk. Get him some <laughs> digital art from some indies. Um, I think it goes love along with, NFTs, goes along man. That's right. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Now, hey, you something on your timeline that looks good, that lasts forever. That's good energy. Um, yeah. I think that's all I want to say about Jovember. There's always great promoters. I salute you. Um, yeah, it's a great way to get Indies uh, some help. Got a bit of insight from Gary V saying that uh, Tim Shin, who was responsible for the Dragonski art, I think, Tim used to work with the late Neil Adams. And yeah, that must have just been mind-blowing. Rub shoulders with a great. Yeah. But it's really Rob? cool that so many people get involved in it. I mean, like from professional people. Because um, I think even, um, oh God, what's his name again? Robert Atkins did a whole bunch for mm. Jovember. Unless he, yep. he, he, stuff that he'd done before and he was sharing again. I don't know. Um, no, there's some that but, he did with, that were fresh. Yeah. That's awesome. And like, there's this is a complete, complete unknowns. Asked. <laughs> 20 21 minutes of silent interlude hell yeah i mean it's, it's i guess the upshot incredible. of this is if you are hankering for gi joe artwork and you don't know about jovember well i guess there's a reason to to look up that that dying platform called twitter <laughs> um because yeah you'll find it there the hashtag jovember and and you will find it all at your fingertips and for those of you who were around to, to, to watch it as it unfolded in front of your very eyes, awesome. Uh, let us know what your favorite pieces were, who your favorite artists were to follow. Nice. And that's the end of episode 278, November 2022. Thanks for coming, guys. Awesome. <laughs> no, of course, we've got Not some backup all. topics. We can't just talk about art on this show. Oh, my goodness. This is first and foremost an audio podcast. I love art. I I had the thought while making breakfast the other day, we Word. speak often about the toy line, yeah? And our favorite action figures, our favorite vehicles. We never seem to show any kind of light on the excellent, often excellent included action figures, vehicle drivers, the pack-ins. Sometimes they were like the main motivation to get a set, like, you know, in the case Wild of Serpentor's Air Chariot or Zartan Swamp Skier, the vehicle is Wild the ball. afterthought. It's the figure you're after. Wild, wild, wild ball. Yeah, no, wild no one ball. wants the Razorback. Everyone wild wants ball. that weirdo <laughs> red dude with the pipe on his forearm. Anyways, I thought it was, would be kind of neat if we showcased our favorite vehicle drivers because absolutely a lot of effort and design and thought went into something almost as trivial or as afterthoughty as an included figure like you know a lot of toy lines and gi joe itself often dipped into the kind of the frank enjoying well of late but like some of these figures are standouts to the point where they could be single carded on their own some of them came with an accessory or multiple accessories or very involved and intricate equipment like some of them are amazing uh, and some of them hold very uh, special places in our hearts. They don't necessarily always have to be 
both at the same time. Um, my my list is very nostalgia driven, but I'm going to to um, you know give nods to to extremely good figures. I mean, right off the bat, guys, if you've never held an original payload action figure, like wow, in a super super deluxe amazing vehicle, you got not one but two figures. Um, the one is kind of perfunctory. The other is an absolute showcase knockout. Like a payload action figure is a beautiful action figure, possibly one of the best ever produced. His equipment, the way it integrates, the tempo, the colors, My the removable helmet, the, 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 the yellow, that beautiful yellow crystal gloss. Yeah, good stuff, man. Gary's already <laughs> firing off some some favorites <laughs> with Armadillo, also Skidmark, the... and Windmill, the class of 88, the and Neon also, pick... Squad. And also, let's not forget um, that... Sorry, I was playing with one of my toys. How um, dare let's you. not forget that like the Hasbro designers cribbed from one of the best like spacesuits in cinematic history when they did uh, Payload. So, wow. We're talking called, uh, 2001. About... Well, actually, I feel there's more Nostromo vibes in there there's more alien crew spacesuit design True. in there huh yeah or aliens should i say yeah you're a wild man paul i am a <laughs> wild man but there's definitely i just feel like there's a lot of rom uh, ron cobb inspired design language in the actual <laughs> rom-com <laughs> rom-com yeah but ron payload cobb in space who's... leaves his wife at home what's gonna <laughs> happen when he's space alone he discovers an alien friend of his now they're partners. <laughs> Sorry for the wife. Throw money now they're partners sad. drinking beers. Like <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so uh, we've got some responses from the Berg Force. Gaz loves crankcase and heavy metal. Yeah, man. The the eighty five grease monkeys. <laughs> I mean, crankcase is good and he comes with a fantastic weapon, but like heavy metal is amazing. Once again, it's a, it's like a figure that, like, is a bit of a sleeper because he kind of sits inside a a, a mall of most of his life and loses his very expensive mic. But like, if you've ever held one, it's beautifully designed. Like the pistol holster is oh so God. good. It's like this squared off, lovely sculpted bit. The the fact that he's got this kind of grease on his face or like black soot, awesome. Uh, Darren Cobb's nominating the. The battle copter wins automatically. Interrogator is one of the best figures ever. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Sure. And like a total misnomer. Did he why did he get put with a, a vehicle in the first place? He could have sold on his own. It's gonna anyway. blow your mind with that fan. Well, I was thinking that would be yours. <laughs> nope, nope, not just yet. I, I do want to mention uh, somebody mentioned the ice viper, but y'all know mm. it's really about the ice viper officer because the blue phone. Enough said. Hell yeah. <laughs> Look, a Cobra standard troop that comes with a pair of Psy, like what? So left yep. field. But the fact that they clip onto his thighs, amazing. Magic. He used to by <laughs> default be our snow ninja. Hey, Rob? Yeah. He was so, the best snow ninja, even better than the real ones. So I mean, if it wasn't the size, the, the fact that oh, he's sorry. got a red balaclava just made him. Yeah. Scream, by default snow ninja snow ninja so are we gonna go around the table and list our some of our absolute faves and and try to sell them to each other like how do you want to play this today <laughs> well i'd like to give kuja the mic first and if he wants to sell it to us i mean what's it going to be interrogator and wild weasel come Ooh, on yeah. Kuja. 
do I know my man or do I know my man? That's that's almost too strong a team up. One with a lisp, the other one that can say anything. Um, I th- I think you have wow. to you have to go maps. You always have to break maps. Um, yeah, I'll go Wild Weasel just because the flight helmet was iconic since Top Gun. Um, and you you talk about uh, the feeling carrying a heavy payload or something like that. Uh, I, I think uh, <laughs> or just <I> think, <laughs> payload. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had to carry a heavy payload and not, um, not being able to find a public restroom? That's a conversation. But um, that's a deadly mission. <laughs> I do think I do think Wild Weasel because of the sculpting. I mean, if they would have given him a matte black figure, we might never be looking for new figures. It's a, I mean, it's a great sculpt, and who's who knows what's on those flags or, or those maps? So, yeah, for me, Wild Weasel, I do think like. His driver inspires, he he enters, or should I say they enter a strange territory because they could be played as a female too at the three mm. and three quarter level. Unfortunately, sure. we lost that sculpting on the uh, new His tank classified because that guy's totally ripped up. But I did like that feature that the His driver had some an- ambiguity. But yeah, at the end, I think uh, Wild well, Weasel. Now they have differentiated it. There is a, a very feminine His uh, oh, they call it? it the his his gunner his technician all right gunner or i, I think know. the navigator is the the kind of a the, the palette swap the one that you well that the back has decided Mwah. the color and Mwah. the gunner is the female Alrighty. But, swap that yeah. palette. so so they have yeah but as you say like the the original um had a kind of a fineness to it that it, it could be played as a female Mm-hmm. And I've always made this this argument myself about Strata Viper, like also another kind of Cobra figure that has a a smaller stature. I mean, basically it had to be to fit into the the cramped front seat on the Night Raven, but could be female. And Raven, the character that was individuated in that episode, um, into my tent to silently creep or something. Was that it? Ooh. No, that was the other one. <sighs> Whatever the, the one with slipstream and the night raven pilots get uh, sh- they shoot each other down. Mm. Gas dropping motor viper. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've never liked hey. motor viper because it needed a cobra symbol somewhere. It just mm. needs something. It's too plain. Well, they went right with like I. the carpenter esque stormtrooper helmet, but then the middle is a little sci-fi. I have seen some uh, some oh some indie figures that did do good colors on those. I think uh, it's back in the day. Paul, do you want to sell us a driver, bro? Oh yeah. Sell us well, oh my god. You guys god, have already spoken be... about one of my favorite, absolute favorites, which I'm just gonna show on the screen to everybody, and that is of course Please. the Strata Viper. Mm. And uh this figure Strata Vipers I thought looked cool, but until I saw that episode, the Night Raven episode of the show. Um, I knew like they're rubbish. That's when I really wanted a Stratovisor. I was like, oh my oh. god, Stratovisor <laughs> life. I really thought they were cool, and they watched the show, and they I were think more they're cool. even cooler. Um, <laughs> but I, it kind of turned it from I think this is a cool figure to this is something I really want. And Stratovipers are great, and they're beautiful toys. And also, um, you mentioned uh, <laughs> the Motor Viper, which is not necessarily like one of my favorites, but something that also when I got some of the Sky Patrol guys and you actually see that they use parts, you know, they, they actually like Frank and Joe's based on 
parts and some one of them has actually got i think it's the torso the upper torso of the motor viper that kind of opened me up to how good the motor viper actually is and love that look but guys the coolest and i'm going to start with the absolute coolest oh, wow. driver ever is this guy right here his name mm. is thresher i Thresha. love thresher he also comes with a really nice pack-in vehicle <laughs> like a really <laughs> amazing pack-in vehicle um great i like thrasher because he firstly he's a named driver he's very much like you know for a fact this is a character there's also a character that appears quite a bit on the sunbow um animated series which is cool so he you know he's actually got life outside of the toy line uh and his file card is great i mean basically it's a spoiled brat that just goes bad and um i just find that ca that kind of character like fun and, and interesting so yeah wow. uh yeah he's just he's great and i also i love the midriff i mean how 80s is that and uh, yeah he's cool <laughs> like he's just a really cool figure he's just got such a shit eating grin like he's like you know like if you take duke's grin and you compare it to thrash's grin thrash has got like a real like asshole grin and i love it and this is just a great piece and it's just a super bonus that you get him with the thunder machine so and a lacrosse stick as well Oh, and the, the green I mean... stripes in the hair. Hey, and guys, I know how incredibly detailed must his paint mask have been to pick out those little silver bits on his his gauntlet. He's got like a a bangle <laughs> or a, a you know a, a wrist strap, and it's got little silver studs on it, and they're individually painted. Like what? That's crazy amounts of detail. How dare his belt? His belt also has little silver studs, if I'm re remembering correctly. Mm. Very, very cool. And totally. in the yeah. house, by the way. And I love what GI Gary yeah. is saying here as well. In that Thresher is the first Road Warrior slash Mad Max Dreadnought. Totally, totally. He like fits in that universe so well, and it's great. And so, you know, if you wanted to like squint a bit, you could also put him into the first of the North Star universe and have him as like. You know, like he could be uh Kenshiro, <laughs> so like <laughs> it's just such a versatile toy, and it's such a great like this. If I if I got this as my first ever vehicle driver, it would have set a very high bar for the other vehicle drivers to 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 meet. Um, so yeah, so that's Hell one yeah, of mine, brother. Rob. Hell yeah. uh, if he I had know... two more accessories, he'd be a carded figure. If he had a backpack and like a shield, you just sell yes. him. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it comes with a vehicle. His tarnished well, yes, absolutely. as a shield. Um is the Thunder <laughs> Machine a five star vehicle? Hell is yes. Rocket. Okay. Uh, it's unanimous then. Uh, no, the Rob, are you... what? Why would I ever agree to that? It's dreadnoughts. <laughs> poo poo. Okay. Hold no, on, it's, on. it's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Gaz did <laughs> rally and say that the motor viper is unique because of the 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 double uh the double holsters at his sides. If he comes with two six shooters, I'll do that. I'll buy into that. But he didn't, did he? Did he come with a gun? I don't think so. Well, they're sculpted. No. You're supposed to pretend. No. No, you got to have those, they are. those six shooters in the air. He's, uh, he's, he's double, double packing. You can't mega force it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, wasn't Motor Viper just like a fun school that, that like, motors, like, they used him for that, like, psych, motorcycle rider dude what do they call him like the street avenger or something street hawk i uh, think street <laughs> hawk. 
Street Hawk used different body parts over time, but I think the, the primary body sculpt was actually Targat, recolored oh, yeah. black and silver, because it made use of the, the Targat head, if I'm not mis- misremembering. But hey, Paul, I think, I think they used multiple, mu- multiple yeah. body parts. So uh, I you think could be right. Nice. Play motion might hit. There's a hey. there's a synth wave uh, artist by the name of Street Cleaner. Um, Street Cleaner. And uh, he he uses a lot of just like that like motorcycle like hero type kind of clad in black leather with the motorbike helmet, you know, wreaking hmm. havoc or whatever. He's probably a big fan of motor viper then. And the motor viper is kind of like that in my mind. Like yeah. So. Interesting. Well, look, anyway. if anyone wants to send me a Street Hawk just to pick up on what Cujo was putting down, I'll gladly make a play motion <laughs> out of that. But they're, yeah, they're, it's an Indian, I wouldn't say exclusive because it was you know, mass produced there, but it is from Fun School and now is quite sought after. Not quite as much as Superhero. So, but... Ronnie. <laughs> hey, Ronnie. <laughs> Hope you're listening, pal. Yes, and confirming Zantara says that Motivaba came with no accessories, but I, I, I do seem to recall that they had thigh holsters. So there are yeah, well, hopefully they, like it, it you could impression. imagine. And as you would play them, talk. had you had this figure back in the day, Rob, you would have played them as like a six shooter, draw from the hip, and like oh, holster yeah. your weapons so fast that you never even <laughs> see them out. Hence, hell no yeah. need for the separate accessory piece. Exactly. Well, we did that with a really cool version of uh... Shooter Sam Shooter from Sam. the call. Oh, from yeah. Call. So much cooler. Coolest guy, <laughs> but not as cool as this pilot who pilots through the sky. His name is mm. Vapor. Oh, Absolutely wow. amazing figure. The Reacher. Like he how... I mean, the Hurricane pilot, yeah? Yeah, he pilots mm. the Hurricane. He's absolutely fantastic. He's probably one of the best Here pilots you could possibly get. And he just looks so insane. Like he looks the part of like a proper um, like vehicle driver dude. Let me ask a question I hate to ask. Please do. Is he a solid red butt? Kind of like Copperhead from Popper or Python? <laughs> He's got a proper red butt. I've, 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 oh I've, I've, I've given all us right, the backside right. view. I mean, it's the best view. And he's wearing like chainmail on you. his butt too, you know. True. It's absolutely the extra mile. Yeah. It's, Cooch, it, it's until just, you it's pointed it out. <laughs> I never, I never really considered the fact that it's a solid red plastic crotch piece. There is absolutely no paint applicate. It is just he's wearing his underpants on the outside. He's supermaning it. Good man. Good man. <laughs> he's so well, good. The chainmail underpants. <laughs> the chainmail underpants is probably why he's called Vapor. <laughs> like, he his pants and he's like oh, jokes aside high, high though is just paper jokes aside the fact that his um harness links up with a massive cobra symbol in the middle awesome Perfect. awesome that's how you do a driver figure like don't make them nondescript give them a thing it's just something central to tie it all together in the case of vapor it's two things or three things if you count the red crotch but like the helmet is signature, <laughs> and the chest piece being a big cobra symbol is is signature. It's a little bit smaller than cesspools, but it's it is the classic cobra symbol. It's 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 mathematical perfection. Um, I like that as opposed to the motor viper, which is it's just a nowhere figure to me. 
Um, sorry, yeah. It could be from any line, you know. But but this guy's definitely from from Cobra, and it's cool mm. because he looks the part, and like his file card backs up like why he has such yeah, a really? weird looking helmet, you know. Like he's just he's made to fly for thirty minutes. He's a freak. And just and he's he's an absolute freak. I hate and I also like that it's gray and it's red and it's black, which I think is similar to the colors of the other pilots in Cobra. No, mm, like that's so true. Night Ravens. So there's some sort of continuity to like the pilots that have come before. And these are the best of the best of the best who have been like, I need to go even further. Change me into something <laughs> amazing. I was going to say Destro, but it would probably be Dr. Mindbender fixing these guys, making them better than the best. But yeah. Red Replace my blood with mercury. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so and he comes with a cool vehicle too i mean probably the the best cobra plane ever i love how cheeky we are and he comes with a cool vehicle well we try <laughs> not to let the vehicles eclipse the figures because this is all about the included driver figure yes um but how can i not let the beautiful hammerhead uh -oh. um have a time to shine uh -oh. love 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 this vehicle one of mine always hold a special place in my heart but mm, yeah but man decimator i, I can't cooler. decimator is as far as i'm concerned a unique character mm. if you read the language of the file card it does make it sound like like he's a single person and the fact yeah. that he's got bars but, you know a unique rank or like battle ribbons on his jacket also suggests to me like in a similar way that Dry the hard. The worms figure that comes with the maggot. Um, he's got like decorations, like he's at total odds with his file card, which make them out to be these grease monkey, you know, like mooks. Whereas the figure looks a lot more like an officer. Um, yeah, in fact, if I had more of an affinity to the maggot or with the maggot, whatever, um, I probably would have put worms on this list because that the rocketeer is a freaking cool figure but i've just got mm. such a, a a great nostalgic connection to decimator and mm. i don't think this figure gets no, not nearly enough love he's great the jacket the, the yellow jacket. the way he ties into the vehicle's palettes but he's oh man it's a good figure the I answer pretty high. well I, it's it's, I, it's kind of wet yeah. they're like galoshes and they're weighted boots, so I think he's supposed to be able to maybe have a bit of, a bit of bottom time, perhaps. Like he can, he can dive. If you want, I just hate definitely. Yeah, get I on just the bottom. hate the green that they use for his pants. It's just it's a great green on anybody else. I just would have loved to have seen other, uh, even like gray. I know it's like terribly boring, but it just would have made this figure way more attractive to me. You know? some when you take the I've... helmet off, he's <laughs> got. Uh, his balaclava has got like ridges to it, which are quite unique mm. um it, it should be it's just a straight up balaclava i don't know guys he's he's all kinds of win for me but yeah one cannot say much about decimator without talking about how fun the vehicle is and how an essential component to it he is trouble is who else do you put on your hammerhead because it's it's five mini subs in one <laughs> so, on the topic of subs Ooh. Uh, Steven knows exactly what's coming at you. But Secto Viper. Oh, man. There are a few toys that I really regret 
losing Bang. or breaking or whatever <laughs> like i do this guy man <laughs> like i think sector viper is just freaking amazing uh it doesn't help that like i'm not the only one because you know he fetches like super high prices on online to dealers and whatever especially with that like clear helmet of his but i just love this dude he was just like such a villain and i also see like I, I feel like my sector Viper was like, and I'm sure every kid was like this, like, you think it's like the leader of the sector Vipers, you know, or whatever. But I don't know. I just thought this guy was great. The color is amazing. The sculpt is amazing. The clear helmet that goes on top is amazing. Uh, I, I, I think the, I, I think a surrogate for this was Destro later from the um, Star Brigade armor. The, or the yeah. The armor brigade, anyway, whatever. Um, you know, he had a, also had a clear star dome. Brigade. Kind of, I keep calling them, well, there's star brigade, but the like, armor that, brigade, you know, like that armored force, that power armor force with Destro. And he had that clear <laughs> helmet, and it's kind of similar to this. So at least that like made me feel better. But yeah, man, I wrecked this poor toy and I regret it. But Definitely also one of my favorites. Either. Um, yeah, I think both of these are fantastic figures. Him Showing and a lot of nose. Yeah, he does. He has a lot of nose. <laughs> he's really proud he just, of his nose. He's like, I'm big and proud. It's also like, you know, he's also kind of versatile in that you can play him off as a space guy as well. Like, I'm kind of surprised that Hasbro never repainted this dude and packed him in with that robot or something. I know, it's wild. Space. It's like we get like 50 versions of Ozone, but we only get one version of this guy. One version of Sector, Exactly. Exactly. True story Hasbro. though, Paul. Did you notice that the prototype Sector Viper was just a repainted payload? Whoa. I did not know that. Yeah. I need to look at that now. Mm. On packaging art, I've got a picture of like like it's just a payload that's been painted yellow. And they've called it Sector mm. Viper. Very cool. Nasty. Gaz says that love, the Decimator yeah. helmet gives him mask vibes, and you're mm. absolutely right. I totally played it as like it had optic blasts, mask or cyclops <laughs> or both, basically. Yeah. But the cool write-up in the file card about the fact that it gives the wearer 180 degree vision—it just gave this guy superpowers and like he's like the vapor of the ocean, basically. <laughs> yeah. But also yeah. like. <laughs> it kind of yeah i've lost my train of thoughts but okay. yes okay. <laughs> nice. very cool there's no polite talking here Stephen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no pol pol politeness here let's talk over each other come on why would we why would we give each other a chance to talk rubbish damn it um i do have a quick fire Ooh, uh -oh. fire me up quickly Mm, get us back in the IDW mood, maybe. Um, I did pick up my first classified figures. Unfortunately, I did not share any pictures, but I am still playing with them. I picked up the Blue Ninjas. Um, I oh, want to say it's only Steven has faced them <laughs> in the books. Uh, give me a couple footnotes because there is nothing on the packaging. What, what, do you, what can you tell me about the Blue Ninjas? Who are they? Are they just like, yeah, like comic book it's guys? Do you know? Akiko and the Red Ninja repainted blue with, I think, the same accessories they originally came with, but they came with now these little cat masks. 
You're the telling so me they don't what, actually exist. But not you mean it's just is it just a creation of classified then? Wait a minute. Are you, sorry, Kuja, are you referring to IDW's is it the, the Larry Harmer blue blue ninjas? No, they don't look anything like their comic book appearances. What? So it's 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 That's cheating. It's, I don't know where that. the design team went on that. They, I guess they just wanted to find ways of working in those two sculpts one more time. Mm, I mean, Akiko, by all accounts, was the movie figure that clogged the most pegs. Oops. Okay. Well, at some point, um, they'll release these figures again, and maybe they'll want to add a little context, and perhaps we can help them, hence the quick fire. There are four <laughs> emblems on this box. Um, Let's go alphabetical order. The order is boot, arrows, <laughs> kick, and stars. Um, who's first alphabetically? That'd be you, bro. That's, oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I have to. That's how the alphabet works. <laughs> I have to say something dangerous about the blue ninjas involving the word boot and the word blue. Wow. So my sentence is. I'm going to use these boots to kick you in your blue balls. So that's that's <laughs> wow. one thing that the blue ninjas do. Next, we have the arrows, and that would be for Paul. Paul, arrows, oh, wow. blue arrows. What you what you what you giving us? What They're makes help. them dangerous? Um, you can follow the blue arrows to the wrong terminal in the airport. What does it have to do with ninjas? That's, That's pretty dangerous. Like, oh no, I'm a foreigner in this country. I need to find like I need to get to my connecting flight, and then so the they ninja set up new arrows. Like, that... Rearrange all the arrows, and you're like, I'm gonna follow these arrows, and you're like, Oh, a ninja! Ah, I'm dead. Misdirection. Wow. I like it. Okay, misdirection. True story. That's... When Kim first arrived in Johannesburg International for the first time, she uh, she just had to go from the A terminal, which is international, like. 100 meters over to the B terminal, which is domestic, so she could fly to Cape Town. Some guy, con artist basically, charged her 50 bucks. He was like, ah, I'll take you there. And she, she, she got fleeced, bro. Oh, no. So, yeah. Airport's oh, the, a dangerous take place. Her there eventually. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> like a roundabout way to try and earn his, his, his uh, <laughs> ill-gotten gains. I oh, know. What a waste. People suck. Come on. But what is my blue and kick? What makes the blue ninjas dangerous? The blue kicks they they have strong high kicks, so they can kick you in the face from like any position. What what part of that is blue though? Um, it's the 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 trail that's left behind Mm. when they kick. So it's like wow, it's so fast that it just looks like a blue blur. I'm gonna blue, kick you kick. till you're blue in the face. That's Hell yeah! Kick you till you're piss blue power. I like that. <laughs> Steven, <laughs> you have to use the word blue and stars in referring to the ninjas. Hmm. <gasps> you take the blue pill. You wake up tomorrow morning and believe whatever you want to believe. Uh, I don't know, man. You take I don't the star pill. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, a, oh stars well in, in super mario brothers the star gives you like the ability to just run through uh your opponents so uh, beware of uh, overconfidence i guess mm. 
Uh, hey, dude, if I can add to that, a blue shell in Super Mario, in Mario Kart, Why? when you get the blue shell, it homes in on whoever's first place. So if you in last place and you get the blue shell, you can upset the whole race. So if you have a blue, pick up a blue star, then it stands to reason that it should teleport you to first place. And you knock out the uh, P1 from its position, and then you can win the race in Mario Kart. So blue ninjas in Mario Kart, super dangerous with blue stars. I think ah, we've given Hasbro a good jump off for their next Oh, yeah, they should actually do something. Mm. I mean, it, it's wild. They don't come up with stories for these things. Like, well, the story is literally just whatever the packaging art is. Like, go from there. I mean, we've wow, certainly come good. up with something tonight. <laughs> mm. Look, well, if you're one of the 500 people on the planets who still read the comic book, um, the Blue Ninjas, <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Ninjas are Larry's like third faction. They're super highly advanced robots that want to destroy Cobra and GI Joe, and I suppose just subjugate all life in a kind of a Cyberdyne systems um, fashion. How dare they! But for all their like super ability and weaponry and like superiority to humans, they seem to get mown down quite easily and consistently by uh -huh. yeah very yeah, human and very vulnerable opponents. Well, if you guys really want, if you want a figure of one of those blue ninjas, they did kind oh, yeah. of sneaky release them um, with they the did. the retaliation movie line. So if you buy the urban. I think it's the Urban Viper or whatever that they call it in the movie. You can change its head over to one of the Blue Ninja's heads. And it, I mm. think it even comes with like a sword and all that stuff. The Blue Ninja sculpt is actually quite cool. When I say cool, it's cool for what it is. But I've always found the design to be a little bit like yesterday. It's cool. In, a, it in an uncool way. It's weird. <laughs> like, it's cool that it's there as a feature. It's nice to have like a, a hokey kind of ninja robot. But it's not really like... I don't think it's the coolest thing ever. I don't think people should be screwing each other over to try and buy one of them on eBay, for example. Whoa. But hey, if you've got and one. And the cool. classified <laughs> series Blue Ninjas wild, aren't man. that. They aren't made mm -hmm. to look like the comic They're book. They're literally repaints. Robots. Yeah. But Kush, what like um, attracted you to them? I'm curious. As your first classifieds, you couldn't get more left field, which is exactly what we expect from you. <laughs> Uh, what's an astute question, but I mean, like, I think it was just the masks. I think it's that simple. The bodies are under-designed, but we live in an age where you can hire customizers if you want. I yeah. might I might do some, some painting on these just because they're not super expensive. Um, I'll leave the mask helmets on them. I think that's what most people will do. It did kind oh, of yeah, make definitely. me think of the aftermarket, uh, and this would be both for Valiverse as well as Hasbro. You know, when you when you stumble onto a design that does catch an eye, like an Oni mask or a Kitsune, or if I'm saying that right. Kitsune, um, yeah, you're right. Keep <laughs> repainting those. Like, people will buy those for five bucks. I mean, like, if you have, like, a, a, a green, oh, sorry. you know, demon mask, you didn't just spill soda all over your keyboard, did you? No, no, I didn't. I just, I, nice. I, 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 I was grabbing my water, but thankfully, yeah, the water did not go over <laughs> No, speaking of repaints, Kuz, this is up your alley, amazing. dude. Have you seen Black Major uh, Viper with the Boba Fett classic colorization? I don't believe I have. That's oh. <laughs> uh, well, speak amongst yourselves. I'll try and find an image. But Ooh. man, oh, man. Ooh. 
But like Kujo, I, I I totally feel you on the masks, man. Like I I was tempted for a minute to get those those two just because of the masks. Like uh, well, he... I think the figures are good enough. Like I I don't think they're bad toys at all, especially if you don't own them already. But the masks are awesome. Mm. Word. And it did have me looking at Oni masks on Amazon, uh, mm. life size ones. But uh, oh, no, I think that I think they're. If you come with a grappling hook and you're a ninja figure, you probably understood the mission. But um, <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, I, that's my only criticism of GI Joe and Hasbro at this point is you can make it. You can you can tell stories with it. It's not just plastic. But we, we've we've burned enough oxygen on that. Um, <laughs> what about? Well, uh, go ahead, bro. All right, no, I was going to say, while Steven's looking for this picture, I'll, I'll share one of my favorite uh, vehicle drivers. And cool. if it is Thunder, I don't own the vehicle. Uh, I don't even Thunder know Black. what vehicle he comes with. I think it's the Slugger, possibly. Very good. But I always thought he looked so awesome. And I think, I, I don't know, Steven, you got him for me, I think? No, you got him point, for you. I got him for me. Okay, I did. Didn't mm. I love that helmet. Because he looks so freaking cool. I just love like the, the, the combination of like, they're almost like leather pants. I don't usually like leather pants, but on him, I, I feel like these are leather pants and the cool like gloves and the brown and the green. And he just, it, it just all comes together really well to make like a fantastic looking figure. Um, Sergeant Thunderpants. He's just awesome. Yeah. And he has a really cool helmet too. Yeah. He's just like, he just speaks to me. He's just like, he's cooler than. Like I yeah I don't even like own the slugger. I mean, did... Stephen, do you own the slugger now? Probably not. I don't think so. No, I don't. No. We own the best I, part. I've of the never liked thunder. the slugger. Yeah, we got the thunderclap, so the slugger seemed unnecessary. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so this is an example of like a time where I don't even own the vehicle. I just wanted the the, the accompanying driver because I thought he was absolutely amazing. I think he's and I really think he was cool sold separately as a mail away, no like mail in back in the day. So there was That's there cheating. Are, at least there should be more thunders in this world than there are sluggers. Oh, but then God. the slugger was also sold as a mail away. So maybe they they, they caught up with each other. But it's entirely possible that you got one of the thunders that never came with the slugger to begin with. And I good thing you got that. it when you got it, because man, to put one together now. Tough. Really? The helmet oh splits. The headset. Oh. It's a complex three-piece helmet. Mm. Well, things were just simpler, I guess, twenty years ago. You know, and it's just and some, 20, uh, he's also one of those. Years ago. Oh yeah, I think it's like thirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And <laughs> when Rob got him, he means. Yeah. Oh, when you got it. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry, man. Yeah, but he's also one of those uh, Joes that seems to be missing a crutch quite a lot of the time because i've got a really? i've got a thunder as well Oops. um and mine's got a broken crutch and i thought okay cool well let me just see if i can find a replacement crutch for him online and nope well let me tell you that's an important that's an expensive accessory and he's great <laughs> too because he's a redhead and there, there yeah. aren't that many redheads in, in gi joe um so those are probably like my top drivers so it's vapor it's a decimator that Stephen brought out um and thunder but my special mentions i'll probably mention uh <laughs> steven had this figure like since childhood so he's always been a lot of fun to have around and play with and i'm glad i finally have my own version of him and so so does paul now again with his uh 
his uh, birthday present to Warthog. Very cool version of Sergeant Slaughter. I love that he has like the, the belt of, you know, the ammo on him. He's got a giant knife. He's proper beefy once again, like all other, you know, versions of him that have come out. Huge, like muscular arms and a really cool hel helmet as well. Um, so that's my arm. special mention. He's got a great helmet. Like, oof, he's ready. And also, like, and I'm sure you guys. <laughs> my my first introduction to Sergeant Slaughter as well. And I'm same sure actually. This is the version well. that I also saw as well. Like, I think when so you mean Sergeant Slammer, Sergeant Slammer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think when I saw him in other versions, I'm like, oh, is that actually what most people think he looks like? This is what I always thought he looked like. You know. Rocket Great head sculpt as well in this. Like, Absolutely yeah. fantastic. You can't go wrong with the Sergeant Slammer. Or, or and uh, also, well, as you guys know, I've recently been reunited with this guy, thanks to Steven. And Oof, I do know. <laughs> um, <laughs> love that I've got this guy back in my life, actually. Great, that's great figure. Great yeah, figure. so that's my, um, uh, yeah, what's, what's it called? Possible mentions. Was it? I don't know. It's late. <laughs> so I like those three, and I, lo I like this guy too. But he's my yeah, like a runner-up guy that I thought was just as cool as the rest, but not the best. We're getting a lot mm. of love for, for Frostbite and Redheads here in the chats, I'm sure. Oh, uh, hell yeah, those dude. Tons of fantastic version, Redheads. Check that out. I'm just going to paraphrase here. Um, Santaro saying, Thunder is a great figure. The red hair was a great choice. Um, and then Santoro also saying that he was sold in a mail away along with Crankcase and I think Frostbite. That is how I got him and Crankcase. Very cool, Santoro. Uh, Guys are like, Frostbite is great too. Santoro <laughs> agrees. And uh, yeah, my redhead I got though. in the snowcat in 86 so and had him then. Probably yep. the most, and, I mean, yeah. yeah. And I was no, going to no, say, probably... gonna say Magic Comstock because also like Frostbite's rifle was awesome. Well, so, yeah. Well, actually, I don't like think that. I ever had his rifle. But I mean, what's one driver that we no one has mentioned yet that I think is a probably I'm gonna say probably the most famous driver actually. Um that, that kind of like appeared more in more comic books often without her vehicle than with the vehicle was Covergirl. Oh. Um I'm surprised no one chose her as a favorite, but I mean I don't own her, but I mean she's definitely worth mentioning as a fantastic um character that went far beyond her own vehicle. Um also a very good figure. It's cool that mm. they that I mean, and the only female vehicle driver. Mm. Yeah. Well, in, in well, sure, but like there was Viper, uh, Action Force had Quarrel. There were females mixed I in. Yes, there vehicle. were a few. Nice, but a like few, she but was she, the yeah. only GI Joe one, and she's probably one of the only well, not the only driver, but I mean, she yeah, I think she's more more well known than her her vehicle. Um, so definitely worth mentioning, even if no one else was going to mention her. I was just like, I have Viper to mention. Viper's so good, she can drive in pajamas. Nothing Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Cujo found no, no. images of the uh, the Viper, Steve. the Boba Viper, Ooh. available now from Black Major. Right. Oh, cool. Oh, oh my goodness. Cujo, you've got to get one of those, man. You have to. It's a good get two. You have to. Nicely that is amazing. Know. That's a really good custom. It's so asymmetrical. A asymmetrical. That's that's it. Ah, Centaur Productionly the... version two was a vehicle driver. I will the, count the that. I will count them. What's it called? Sorry. <laughs> the Beast Blaster. Was it the Beast Blaster? I can see I him think like so? walking mm -hmm. to the ledge of the uh, hydrofoil 
I'm about to fly over guys, and then somebody bumps him in the back, and he falls in and gets eaten by a shark. (laughs) (laughs) A robot shark. So who's his Han Solo? Oh, nice one. Like in the DIJ team, who would his Han Solo be? He even has a a a mythos or shipwreck on there. So they went the I was actually thinking Shipwreck too, really enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. too easy. Although uh, Flint, uh, in many people's portrayals, is is a bit of a bad boy. He's got that Han Solo swagger. I know. Hey, my my old buddy Dave Cabal would probably back me up on that assertion. <laughs> he did. Mm. Speaking um, of like, oh, go for a cooch. No, no, I got nothing. What do you got? <laughs> oh, I I got one you of just these own. guys. Big bad Serpentor. Oh, I get, and, that's um, a good. It's a good one. I mean, there's a vehicle driver that none of you guys have mentioned yet, but uh, I, I I had a feeling one of you would, so I'm holding back on him. But Serpentor, very much like that other vehicle driver. That you uh, haven't mentioned yet. I haven't mentioned yet. It's just really, it's he's a great figure. He stands on, on his own. He he could have been released as <laughs> Does he? a single he is able he's to on stand a battle stand there. He looks <laughs> photograph that you selected, he's not standing on his own, I'm afraid. No, no, he's on a he's on a battle stand. But it's just <laughs> like such a cool, like complete figure to come with his vehicle, and his vehicle is a lot of fun. And it's very much like his accessory. Like you can't imagine anyone else riding that vehicle. Uh, I feel like Serpento well, is that's kind a of perfect a marriage then of, of vehicle and driver, then where like they yes. do complement each other so perfectly. The cyclomotive. Except yeah. Cape and also, Turbine. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not very also, complimentary. G.I. Joe did it before the Incredibles. Like, <laughs> I'm just so thankful I got this bad boy. Like, I dig this Serpentor. And, uh, yeah. Or is it Serpentor? Serpentor. <laughs> however, however you want to play that. And also, just what I've got the mic. Uh, you got, I don't think any of you guys are going to mention this, but Winchell is was for me like quite a draw card like when i was when i was uh, going to to the cna quite often and i saw the arctic blast uh this was the main reason for me wanting one because i thought absolutely absolutely badass with these machine gun skis i mean come now guys amazing is great and like there has been some love shown for frostbite in the comments that's a case of an amazing vehicle and a kind of average figure his gun was amazing but guys why couldn't they give him some boots that had a bit of color? Like from the waist down, he's he's nothing. He's yeah. white. Just, so Winchell has a little bit more going on, and man, oh man, the skis and that rifle. Yeah, he's winning. He's definitely like the draw to that vehicle. Totally, mm. and felt like a deluxe those... vehicle driver because he he had he had he had a vehicle, but he also had ways of getting around without the vehicle. Like, give a yeah. guy skis, awesome. I also love how the skis also mount on the vehicle. Just, yes, it's one of brilliant. those great things. So such such great figure harmony. And that's why I had to mention him. Like, when you when as soon as you suggested this topic, this was the first vehicle driver that came to mind. Like, to people unfamiliar <laughs> with the Arctic Blast, and I don't blame you because, like, unless you had it shoved in your face as we did at retail in South Africa, <laughs> like, it's easy to 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 skip it as like a kind of a in a smaller set from the 1989 series, which already was where a lot of people had jumped off. But mm. the vehicle had a, a slot dedicated for you to stack his skis, like put them you know, back to back and slide them in um, for easy access when, I suppose, the vehicle breaks down or if he wants to make a stealth incursion or something or just 
give a a sweet like air of a massive like snow snow pile whatever wow. um yeah man just cool, definitely cool a great design, use for the vehicle program. when you yeah. know how skiers are they just see like fresh powder and they're like oh we gotta ruin this for the snowboarders so that's his job true Zentaro, quite <laughs> rightly so, says, I'm surprised the Arctic Blast had a driver at all. Yes, it is a smaller set. And like I say, that, that figure, wind chill, was the draw for that vehicle. Man, I feel like breaking out my Arctic Blast now. Oh my it's goodness. time to play, boys. Oh, I have... December's again. I have... <laughs> yeah, in the Southern <laughs> Hemisphere. Burr, burr, burr. I mean, sometimes dunes can be like, you know, if you just set the contrast really high they can look like <laughs> snow but guys i yeah. am totally swept up in the magic of a childhood figure who's now at long last reunited with his gear all important and very rare frail gear it's my wow. childhood sky mate with his wow. bow and arrow well, Wonga, his bow Wonga. and his <laughs> hard to find uh what do you call that thing boomerang yeah uh, it's just so hard to find it's pink I like Bro, I I reason that the very garden that I shot pictures of this figure this afternoon, if I was to carefully like unearth the soil, I would find <laughs> my original boomerang and a bunch of other accessories too. Architectural team it's, to it's hard to find because the equipment is designed to attach to the figure, right? Yeah. But he's a glider figure. So if you made the mistake as a child of attaching all his gear to him and then send him sailing from the top of the, the slide at the park, like he hits the dirt and the stuff just scatters everywhere. The little post on his chest to which the, the bow attaches cracks off. And so that's a goner. Like that's how these things are so infrequently found. Like to have a sky mate with his boomerang and his bow, mythical. So I am beyond thrilled to have this reunited. And the figure itself, amazing details. Yep. This is a top-tier sculpt. And it came as late as 1991. Now? Like, this was my de facto Rambo, because he had arrows. Like, I thought killing a guy with a bone arrow is the most badass, like, commando of all. And Skymet was that for me. It's like Rambo, yeah. Absolutely. It's like Rambo. Uh, actually, belay that order. We need two archaeological teams uh, to Steven's <laughs> Two archaeological teams. Thank you. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. But I was poring over the details on this figure just just the other day, and it is astounding to me that the paint mask for his gauntlets, like his gauntlets, are done oh, up God. in green, but then on top of the green, they've picked out in flesh paint the gaps in the kind of the the, the I don't know. He's got these kind of ties around his, his, his forearms. Something. So they've gone and, and painted in flesh into the that green, those, those green cavities. Just This astounding. was the 90s? Come on. I know. And something else that sets him apart from other 90s guys, the figures that he shares shelf space with, peg space with, are all starting to look extremely beefy. Whereas this guy's proportions are a throwback to the 80s. He is physically and detail-wise a lot closer to the figures that came before than he is to Cloudburst or uh, Snake Eyes version 4. 
it's just Maybe the hot colors that's australian like uh, <laughs> what <physiques>. australian physiques yeah <laughs> 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 yeah just like your rugby team skinny but, boys uh, yes. <laughs> the, but that risk guard for the for the drawing uh, uh, because you have to draw a bow and it's very cool I, I love that they've actually included that on this figure you know like mm. if you look on the sculpt yeah because it's to protect your wrist when you draw a bow if you if you guys have ever done archery and i'm sure a lot of our listeners who are uh archers and do it as a sport you know you get that rash that burn from the string on your mm. uh, in a forearm uh, and i think it is actually something that happens i don't know if it's like a rookie thing or whatever but i know when i went and did a day of archery like Everybody there had one of those things to protect their, their inner wrist or their wrist. Yeah, their inner forearm. Question about and then a boomerang. Just me with all these rashes. So, do you throw a boomerang? Uh, once again, difficult to explain on the radio, but like, what, did you hold it in the middle on the edge, vertically or do horizontally? You do you throw it so that it sort of is thrown um, with the initial spin um, with the boomerang? Uh, convex towards the target or concave towards the target <laughs> is that making any sense i can tell you how it do you not know it doesn't matter tell us why. <laughs> it does matter um, no honestly you throw it vertically with uh, the points pointing up to midnight and six o'clock and you do throw the concave edge forward because ah, a buddy of mine awesome. is an avid boomeranger and boomeranger and uh we would <laughs> we would go to the, the randberg sports field and we'd like throw boomerangs and the the hard thing about throwing a boomerang is the throwing part is easy it's the catching that's really really scary because yeah that thing comes at you and you're supposed to sort of make like a crocodile mouse with your hands and catch it yeah i've never done that <laughs> but i've been smashed <laughs> by one cool. before and it is maybe you're throwing it wrong what i wanted to establish though is did my did, did i take correct pictures of my action figure yes your photo is correct yes <laughs> yes. yes success it's very, a lot of video games and a lot of cartoons actually don't understand how boomerangs work so they always made the pointy side face forward yeah well that mm. that kind of is more intuitive that it would yeah, kind it of be like an aircraft wing and you throw it with the, the points rearward towards you instead of towards the the target any well, i'm learning so much today is the are the sky command the air commanders are they vehicle drivers or they're just deluxe figures Ooh. i might have i might have cheated by including skymate but that's part of the course have. for me mm. absolutely you are a cheater and paul is a, a consummate the list guy with long lists <laughs> i love me some long lists Guys, oh, yeah. is that everybody's list? Because I feel like there's a very important vehicle driver that's missing. Mm. I can't believe nobody's mentioned this guy. Mm. Ace, some sort of ace, I guess. Ace, the Porsche. Um, <laughs> more, much cooler than Ace. Not like ace. way cooler. Mm. Like if Ace gets like ten, this character gets like five hundred. I'm of Whoa. course speaking about Zartan. Oh my what? goodness! What? He's a vehicle yes. driver. Yes, because he's got the little chameleon swamp skier. And I was actually reminded of this fact when I was in Cape Town by Stephen. <laughs> this wild. Like, he's he's a vehicle driver. He is a vehicle driver. 
You can't get you've, him without that. You flawed so, us. Well, you can't originally yeah. get him without it. Without it, yeah. So he's like probably the best vehicle driver ever made. The most deluxe vehicle driver. And yeah, he's <laughs> like the pencil and, and wind chill. It is a bit of a cheat, but yeah. I kind of feel mm, it. I, I mean, the Swamp Skier is essentially what a Star Wars speeder bike. So you can I play with it a lot of ways. I mean, Chameleon, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But while I was exactly never in possession of any of these card backs, I'm led to believe that there was separate art of Zartan which found its way onto card backs. He is alone in that category of like essentially a vehicle driver who was not single carded ever and yet found his way onto card backs. But I could be mistaken. Um, it wasn't very good art. I can kind of see it in my mind's eye right now. Um, but it was, it was essentially as if he had a single carded version but he didn't uh gaz wants to know about the <laughs> avac paul you've got an avac what's your feel towards that bugger i love it i think the avac is a is a fantastic uh, vehicle driver and i'm sorry i didn't mention it but i had a really short list and i had to be a bit more um, not specific. better than vapor and i already filed my list oh long, yeah dude the avac is great um and also great because it, it feels like a pilot that you can put in a lot of the different planes because of his gear and how he looks with the mask stuff going on with him also feels great for like space you know yeah the avac is awesome it's just it's a pity that you know it's, it's kind of tied to the fire bat in a lot of ways as well like I don't think a lot of people take their AVAX out of their fire, uh, fire No, you would really never do that. Him. He's he's definitely part of it. You, you don't play with him like you do Thunder. <laughs> I got my AVAX in my Python Conquest because that's always hurting for a, a pilot. And I I treat the Firebat as a as a as a drone drone. So that's wow. that's my use for AVAX. Of um, course. On the topic of pilots though, and Cobra pilots, mm. I I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who has too many wild weasels for the number of functional rattlers that i own oh like, my goodness same so who where where do you where do you do you play wild the wild wheels weasel action figure as a generic pilot or is the red baron reserved for the red baron and red baron has black major yes. done a wild weasel oh, Ooh. Mm. Mm. Have no, they? i don't believe he has Mm, right. He should send that out to the ether. I don't know. I think he's a. I think he's a single figure, but yeah, he's definitely a single character. But then, what day. does the regular rattler pilot look like? Now, this controversy has been addressed a little bit in the comic books, where we do see guys wearing what is essentially Wild Weasel's uniform, but they are not Wild Weasel. So. That's to some cheating. degree, Mild comic book weasel. artists like Herb Trimpey have <laughs> have answered this question. Rod Wiggum had as an issue with um, two sea rattlers. It was all the ships at sea. Was it issue 36? Anyway, they were rattler pilots, but they clearly were wearing the same uniform design as wild weasels. I think they were just in blue instead of red. Just so there is precedent for... Eh, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's nothing particularly signature about Wise, Wild Weasel's design. It's just the red that makes him like look like he's special. But if you uh -huh. think about it, all the Hiss drivers are red. So there's also precedent that maybe just Cobra vehicle guys wear red. 
well, before the Crimson Guardsman became a thing. Yeah. Incidentally, I gotta address. Uh, sorry, yeah. incidentally. His, his tank, his tank drivers are also Fang pilots. Word. Check the file card. Mm. Yeah. Word. Hmm. And I have to address this comment uh, from do. Zontara. Uh, if they make a GI Joe figure of Paul that comes with a boomerang, it would have broken thumbs. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Darren Cobb. <laughs> I really appreciate this. Uh, it just takes practice, Paul. Um, Keep going, is, uh, Paul. You'll have it one day. Like one day you'll break your fingers off. <laughs> God, no, but it's scary, guys. Like that thing comes at you, like, and you're like, ah, I'm gonna die. Well, hold on. Yeah. We do have to, before we move on, have a moment of silence for the tiny head on the modern AVAC pilot. <laughs> oh. All the better to fit into <laughs> Night Raven cockpits. Let me tell you, you've got to be short yeah. in stature and with a smallish head. To fit a lot of Cobra jets, like yeah, how Wild a... Weasel gets his big bonds under that? that canopy. Yeah, he has got a big bonds though. Like my God, like that head well, is almost comical. Being a 1984 figure, he can kind of scooch quite deep into that cockpit, but it is always a finagle. And mm. particularly if you've got two and you put one in the gunner's position, like you've got to get them really low to close that. That goldfish dome. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I had a point about Sartan, and I think it's the, just to to, to, to to apologize for you scolding me, Paul, or scolding us all for not mentioning <laughs> Oh, my him. goodness. Sartan kind of falls outside the ambit of this topic because he's such a rock star. Like, yeah. Totally eclipses the vehicle. If we, if, if tonight was about just giving highlights to figures that were always outshone by their vehicles where the figures are actually like rock stars in their own right. That's what this topic is about. I think Zartan, oh, yeah, he's something else. Wow. Yeah, no, nice, I mean, nice excuse, Stephen. You pulled that one out of your ass. No, but like, no, I, I see where you're coming from. I mean, dude, if we had picked, if we had picked um, Zartan. Oh, Paul's taken the bait. Yeah, I've totally taken the bait, man. But like, yeah, picking Zartan is like punching a child. Steven it's just too easy. But I honestly thought Steven would have picked Zartan. And that's why I didn't bring him into the mix initially. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> and I had to bring it full circle because I was all mysterious about it earlier in the episode. So you were Well, there. I thank you. He is amazing. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, I have never endeavored to get a swamp skier. I still to this day don't have one because I'm like, I don't know. I would have brought you mine to have a look at. I thought you. Well, had I mean, <laughs> that's so kind so of you, Paul. Here, I thought you would have liked with my toy for a day. That well, the first version of him came with the vehicle. After that, he came singly packed. I mean, you know. So after that, he got very much like divested from his own vehicle. I mean, he didn't even appear in the comics. I'm sure that long with his own vehicle. Nope. Exactly. He's a rock star, like Steven says. <laughs> You gonna rock me all One of you guys uh, earlier, I heard a mention of Han Solo. Oh, absolutely, Darren. Yeah, because Arnavos played him. That's the only reason why it's cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's that's why we love him so much. That's Jack Bauer, uh, Randall, Randall, Randall. Anyway, you guys, uh, you were mentioning. <laughs> you mentioned old Han Solo earlier, and I did. Uh, obviously Harrison Ford and Han Solo. That's like. You know, you can't not say there. one without the other. Yeah, and Jack Ryan. Did anybody else catch the Indiana Jones trailer? 
Dial of Destiny. <laughs> yes. I watched I... it, but indie isn't something I'm precious about. So I'm like, oof, like okay, immaterial. Cool. He's an old man. I am <laughs> super excited. Like, I it was such a nice surprise because somebody had posted. Um, but you liked Ghostbusters the... Afterlife, Paul. That's true. I don't know if your bar is particularly high. <laughs> yeah, but um, hey. Uh, Afterlife was great. It's totally great. It's a fun movie. It's awesome. It did a lot for Ghostbusters. I, I for feel Ghostbusters like you too much. Anyway, I'm very excited about Indiana Jones because the cool thing is like, well, it was just a nice present. I mean, everybody was sharing the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer and I was like, wow, that does look great. And I love Guardians. But yeah, then the Indiana Jones trailer was in. I was like, oh my god, oh, this is actually happening. This is like a thing. Like, it's really, really happening. And it looks like a lot of fun. And I'm hoping they learn from their mistakes from the Crystal Skull. <laughs> and I will go as far as to say, I'll happily watch Crystal Skull 20 times <clears throat> if I don't have to ever watch the new Star Wars trilogy. So, yeah. <laughs> I like Centaurus comment. Can't wait to see Harrison Ford on TV shilling Barso for Dial. <laughs> I don't know. I think one thing they get your uh, destiny soaked today. We're uh, it's real cool. Help me fight the Nazis back in the day. <laughs> I think honestly, I'm enjoying yeah. storytelling that's not choreography at this point. You know, if it doesn't, uh, if I can't, if I can't see where the characters are headed, I don't know. I did enjoy Andor recently, and and yes, Star Wars is played, but they did find some notes that resonated. Did you guys catch that? I I'm I'm a conscientious objector. I am I can't be bothered to watch any more Star Wars. But yeah, I believe yeah. Stephen and Paul. I'm, I'm going to speak for them that they have seen some of it and have enjoyed it immensely. They have definitely um, you know back on the Disney teat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I am, but I have to exist in a world where people speak a language. You know. Yeah. And you oh. kind of have to like at least get on board with it. J Indiana Jones and the quest for more money. Absolutely, Matthew. Mm. Eighty-year-old Harrison Ford is—he's—he's he's a very convincing old man, action hero. We're gonna sure. find out. And also, like, dare <laughs> I even mention the new Transformers movie trailer? Because I also thought that looked like a lot of fun. Honestly. There was a what now? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna fall for that trap card. Rise right. of the beasts. Indie. And the Bitcoin. That's going to be the next one. <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones and the <laughs> escape from, <laughs> from financial ruin. Escape from the retirement yeah. home. Hey, da, 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 explorers don't indie. get paid a bunch. <laughs> I just think, like, okay, this is going to be very controversial. My Lord. <laughs> and, like, this is going to be kind of controversial now with Indiana Jones. But I kind of feel like you got a great Indiana Jones movie. Then you have Temple of Doom. Take that for what it is. Then you have uh, Lost the best Crusade, one ever. which is great, which is also amazing. And then you have Crystal Skull. Yeah, that exists. So technically, by that metric, the new one should be amazing. Oh, so you, like you, every, you, uh, you're using yeah. the um, Star Trek movie logic as well. Yes, where like yeah. originally it was like Star Trek One was terrible or not like you know favorably received. Wrath of Khan is absolutely incredible. Um, Social Spark, yeah, uh, Voyage Home, ah, yeah, you know, <laughs> well, and then five was Final Frontier, and then six was 
I'm no, six s- was Final Fantasy. Nemesis? Wasn't it? Six no, was no, Undiscovered Country. Undiscovered Country, uh, yes, which is absolutely mind-blowing. <laughs> mind-blowing? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. It's um, William Shatner almost has sex with himself. Absolutely. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, guys, I'm actually excited. Like, there's a part of me I don't want to be cynical about like movie releases and stuff because no, obviously, not. A, I wanna... feel there's a lot of great stuff coming, For sure. and I'm excited about Indiana Jones. I think it's, I, I think at the very least, it'll be fun. And you know what? If it's crap, it's crap. Who cares? We still got the originals that came exactly. out. And they were great. We still have we them. Care. We care because they're going to define our society by it at exactly. some point. But. Yeah, maybe to, I don't know. To, uh, like, to derail us from this uh, productive conversation, um, I think you know what. Let's let's go to the comments and skip the IDW chat for now. But what Ooh. I would ask for for anybody that finds the comments, give us your favorite IDW. It can be an artist, it can be an issue, it can be a storyline. I think we know what the popular ones will be, but it's worth taking a poll. Um, and I do want to do a little decompression sesh um, about IDW, but. I think the last thing that I can spin into is just that uh, I wanted to bring up a couple names as I always do because it's the end of the year. Um, and of course I'm talking Joe Media because look, the only difference between us and the rich and the powerful is they pat themselves on the backs all the time. They remind each other who they are. So I think it's worth uh, mentioning what's on Joe Mind, who's been amazing with crowdfunding, turns up every week, uh, I think it's worth mentioning that uh, They Gone has been most weeks turning up for vets. Of course, mm-hmm. you guys in here every week. And, and I know Steven will always downplay like, oh, we're just talking to action figures and stuff. Or or you're a group of people that people have known for, I don't know, close better part of a decade now and makes sense to them and exist in a world that's not defined by most cynicism, you know? So... Of course, HCC, about to do his world tour. Um, And I know that, uh, I mean, we have, crowdfunding is a language that the GI Joe fans understand. That does not go to every network, guys. So I think uh, this year, I don't know exactly the reasons or whatnot, but I want to say this is the final Joe Fest. Um, Maybe hashtag treat Joe self. Yes, it's cheese, but... This is how we do it. Um, get yourself to Augusta. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in a hurry to the South. The South is beautiful, but you know, I've been there. But I think there's a, there's a reason for everybody to at least take a look at getting to Augusta in June or whatever it is. And of course, if I'm saying this, you better save a table for us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm always down to, uh, to connect. And, 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 and you guys have crowdfunded indies. You've crowdfunded the corporate side. Crowdfund yourself. Take care of yourself this year. Um, take care of indies, you know. Uh, of course, keep buying figures. But I always I always say buy for every one you buy from Hasbro, buy something. Buy an Eagle Force. Buy, you know, so just, you know, you're helping a, a, a different network. And as we take this language into the future, yeah, of course it's important. Because you got neighborhoods. You got people. And uh, of course, all of us have to be sustainable. So that's that's uh, that's what I'm here to remind that we're all uh, we're all you know 100 100 downloads at a time, 500 downloads at a time. We're all you know meeting new people. New people join Twitter. I don't know why all the time, but <laughs> we're up to near uh, 3,300 uh, followers on Twitter. So 
that's what it is. Uh, get out there, um, put your spin on Joe. And yeah, let's talk IDW a different time just because it's worth, uh, it's worth turning over. And I'd like to hear what people have to say in the comments as well. I just went on a little monologue. Hell yeah. yeah. It's welcome. Thanks for uh, setting us in the frame the there, Cooch. Well, now, I'd yeah. <laughs> like to just get get flippant again and, and just oh, ask no. around. Like, Cooch, you, you've gotten some new classified figures. Has anyone else gotten any new shit this week? Um, uh, I have not, but <clears throat> I believe you guys got some things recently, um, although mm. they were documented in a, a video on our YouTube channel. Very cool video. Of which people commented, um, at least one person, Vincent396, mm. says, I believe that that store is the cleanest, most organized toy store that I've ever seen. Beautiful place. I want to go through the Joes there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, the, the, the video to which uh, we refer is none other than, I think I called it the greatest toy shop, vintage toy shop in Africa. And wow, I'm, I'm, I stand by brain. those words. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's a back-in-time <laughs> uh, back toys AKA Withers Amusements, right here in Cape Town. Amazing. I no longer have to look online to, to get my, my toy fix. I can literally just yeah. drive. Well, it's a 25 minute drive from where I live, but. Oh, no. Yeah, man. So nice <sighs> to be able to go to a store and just find a Physically. treasure and take it home. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I mean, and I think everything that I've received that's new has been fully documented on video. Um, whether it was my awesome version two mind bender, uh, my incredibly sexy giraffe pants leatherneck, and my really super rad, um, I nearly called him burnout, but blowtorch. I don't know what it is with me in calling GI Joe's burnout, so I'm sorry, but my blowtorch is great, and it's cool to finally have a version two bat. And the the toy that completely surprised me, it came out of left field entirely was Lighthouse from Mortal Kombat. Right. Like what a random find was not expecting to find it there. And there it was. And I grabbed it and I'm so happy. And I've been actually running around the house with this guy. And yes, I will do shorts. I will do shorts, Stephen. I've heard you. Send me the audio that we recorded. That that that's 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 more urgent than anything else. Uh, yeah, we got hey. we got content coming at you guys. Oh yeah, it's coming. Can't even help. I'm going to. I'm going to be pushing mm. out quite regularly um, for the next little Oof. while. Uh, it was yeah, a great week content. having having the the Saffirs with me. Yeah, um, dude. As ah. far as new shit, okay, Paul, you got you got some ninja action with your Mortal Kombat smoke action figure. I. Yeah. I have trouble saying no to a beta version one Storm Shadow ever. No matter how brown they are, how discolored they are, if they're unbroken, I buy. Oh, if they're unbroken and they're under like twenty dollars, I, I can't help myself. And that so by like buying Yeah, dude, well yeah. by buying these brown shadows, um I've actually <laughs> I've actually found enough unyellowed parts to make up a second storm shadow with an amazing cobra symbol like better than the one on my very white pristine storm shadow so like that storm shadow no longer needs to be touched now i've got a a nice loosey-goosey jointed but unbroken and only slightly off-white storm shadow i'm very yeah, pleased to have this figure man Good i jumping. he's my my uh, 
I don't give a shit. I can play with Storm Shadow. Boom. Well, that's How much that's you pay my for? yeah. Matthew Comstock wants to know. Uh, it, well, I mean, at this one was fifteen bucks, but that I basically got just for the chest piece because the 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 chest was unblemished. It was totally lovely, um, and also not faded. And then I had the rest of the body from another beater that had an extremely yellowed chest with no symbol. And so I put the two together, and bam! No hydrogen peroxide needed. He's nice. good. Well, and there is precedent for uh, Storm Shadow being off-white. Like mm-hmm. you need only look at the movie figure. Exactly. None of his stuff and is actually white. Right I thought this was a great comment as well from Bob Squad. Our video encouraged him to go to a vintage story for the first time in his entire lifetime. That's right. He saw Drum for the first time ever. Sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. If you can, if they're not behind glass, you can actually like you know play with it a little bit, touch it. You get right in there. Yeah, appreciate all the engineering that that went into a pterodrome. It says don't touch. And the size of a pterodrome, like uh, it's it's deceptive. It's Mm. bigger than I imagined it. Bigger on the inside. Oh, it takes up a lot of space, that bad boy. But it's oh, sorry. Well, yes, guys, you matter. misdirected me. Matt was wanting to know how much the pterodrome was. Oh. <laughs> 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 for our chat card. That's no one cares how much your brown shadow was. <laughs> but I, I think that's a wrap on episode 278. Thank you for joining oh, yeah, us once again. all over the world. And thank you to the Berg Force. Our patrons oh, who join us and also the ones who don't manage to make the live recording but are sending us a couple of bucks each month anyways. It's always very much appreciated. All of them. Mm. That Blue Ninja talk brings in dollars. Oh, yeah, dude. And, oof, oof. Yeah. Chaka, brings, chaka, all the, yeah. brings all the boys to the yard for my yard. <laughs> And they're like, my I was to have it on card. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Rob, I've got a question for you, man. And it's just been, I recently watched that awesome video that Stephen uh, popped up uh, actually two days ago, yesterday. Yesterday. Whoa. I'm still bad with like working out time at the moment. That's how like Friday. Time is weird like that. It's very really wibbly wobbly. Time it is wibbly wobbly. It's very flipsy flopsy. But uh, I want to know are you enjoying your Battle Android Trooper, your classified one? Because I am got- actually. Because I noticed that when you were showing it off, you didn't remove the armor plate. And I'm curious to, like... Hear no, I did take like, it off. I had to put it on. It well, it, okay, it cool. doesn't come on. You have to put it on. Um, okay, sweet. I like Just that curious, it comes with man. a damaged version and, a, and like, a full-on, like, proper version. Because it's cool that it actually has that, like, a proper armor plate that covers that. Because it... It kind of never really made sense that the original version didn't have that. Like, you just see his insides on the outside. It's like, shoot here to destroy me. It was very um, Frank Miller, Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah. shoot shoot right here. But yeah, I think he's re- fantastic. Because one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is I brought Ooh. a box full of classified figures and Action Force toys with me down to Cape Town, and we never got round to actually taking them all no. out of that box and, and getting your thoughts, gentlemen. So, Well, I want to hear your thoughts on them. I think I'd be. Yeah, very well, I think I'm going to have to figure out a way to do that because, yeah, it would have. I would have loved to have had your reactions because I like. I'm like looking at this box and I'm like, nobody even saw my cool classified storm shadow, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know. So 
Yeah. No one no, you know how much I love six inch figures. I know. Hell yeah. I know. But Rob, like, Paul, you know, so. unless you were going to push it off on me, like, I wasn't going to preempt or I wasn't going to incite <laughs> you only to bring out the box. If, if you were, if they were shoved in front of me with a camera rolling. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. But, anyways, guys, I think this is um, a little bit too much of a peak behind the curtain Whoa. to see how the sausage we're is made here at G.I. Joburg. We will no. see you next week. 279. So, Yojo. Oh, rage weekend. Ooh. We're going to rage. Thanks for joining us, Cooge. It's always thank a pleasure. you for joining thank us, you. Stephen. Thank you. Later. Thank me. Bird. I had a good time.